Welcome to Mirth and Misadventure, a D&D actual play podcast where our heroes have no idea what they're doing, or even who they are. Last time on Mirth and Misadventure. I kind of get the feeling that whichever way we go, it's going to lead us out of town because there's something fucky with this city. You can see in the distance the spires of the manors of the wealthy and the castle on the hill, but in front of all that, you see a pit. It looks like this used to be a lake, and by used to be, not very long ago. Just want to know, do you know how long ago this happened, where the water went down and the fish just started hanging out on land? Um, They kind of like think to themselves... You mention it. No. After another 20 minutes or so, though, you have finally left the city and the road starts to curve and curve and curve as the mountains grow tall around you. You know you must be close to the mine. I rolled an 18. Well, fuck. Wow. <laughs> um, Katrin. What's my minus? Your Katrin, your stealth modifier is plus four. What? And you are proficient. (laughs) So, like, you rolled. Aaron, Aaron is like, I would like to see you try, (laughs) and Katrin just like walks behind a bush and is not seen again. (laughs) The entrance to the mine is not at all what you would expect. When you hear the word mine. Is it curtains? Is it beaded curtains? Very well. Uh, what, what do you want? Uh, you know, just wanted to, uh, get to know you a little better. You know, you, uh, intrigued me coming into, uh, coming to my desk last night. And I, uh, yeah, I don't know that I ever caught your name directly. Uh, roll a charisma check for me. Okay, okay. I'm using a different d20 because that last one was garbage. No! In the distance, kind of coming from well inside the mind, you hear the sound of what it, kind of like a loud, loud bell toll. And everything goes quiet and still for a moment. And then, again, you can hear the dull rumbling of crashing rock. Do you know what the uh, the meaning of this uh, archway is? It looks like there's some kind of writing, but uh, I I can't read it. Are you since you're so an expert in this uh, in this mine? Uh, maybe maybe you can tell me a little bit of the history of this archway. My colleague, my my under supervisor, uh, he can read it. He's dwarven, and it says, "May the light of the forge strengthen you." Kenji, as she says, may the light of the forge strengthen you. I need you to make a flashback check for me. Alrighty. I rolled a 12. You're young. Very young. And a woman with a sweet smile runs her hand through the beginnings of your red curls as she pulls the covers up to your chin. No, no more stories. It's bedtime. But mom, you whine. Please, I want to hear the one about Tordrag Drakeblade again. Suddenly, all three of you hear a scream. Inside, by the dim torchlight of the mine workers, you see the remnants of the controlled explosion. It looks like this place had caved in at one point, but the explosion has taken care of that, blasting a hole through the pile of rock. You also see... As you sprint up to this, hunched over the body of a human man, a creature. At first, you think it's a wolf, but its blood-speared snout is too short, and its fur so white as to almost be translucent. Another man, human, is whimpering in the corner, his pickaxe outstretched like it's a blade. The creature turns its head from where it was feasting on the miner, and roars at your approach. Everybody roll initiative. With your dungeon master, K. 
Carolyn Wilkie. Extremely DM voice. Alex as Kenji the Dwarf. What if Mr. Rogers was kind of a brow? Marin as Katrin the Luxodon. My character is basically Eeyore with an impulse control problem. Babs as Aaron the Half-Elf. And kids, this is why you take your pants off as soon as they're soaked. You gotta fight the damn. are betraying you. My dice are betraying I me. I rolled a one. <laughs> <laughs> Plus four, so five. Okay. I got a six, so an eight. Okay. And I got an eleven. Doot, doot, doot. Stats, please. God, how many ones have I rolled today? <laughs> I don't yeah. know, but I've also rolled a one and a twenty, so like it's been a hit or miss for me. Okay. Kenji, you're up first. <laughs> okay, what's the distance can I get between the wolf creature thing and the guy who's cowering? Yes, you could do that. So the cave basically ends at this rock slide. Um, and you do see a hole that has been blasted through it. The hole, the, the rock slide hasn't been like obliterated. It's just kind of a slightly bigger than person-sized hole, probably I would say 10 feet wide and uh, about seven feet tall. The uh, creature is just in front of that hole. You guys, I would say, are probably had kind of skidded to a stop, what, like 20 feet out-ish feels correct. Unless you guys would not skid to a stop. But yes, you can definitely get in, t- get in front of him, um, between him and the miner that's still alive. Right, then I'm going to run there so I'm in between the two of them and then mm-hmm. take a swing at the creature with my hammer. Go for it. Roll, roll attack. All right. Oh, dear. <laughs> Uh-oh. Is... Today is the day of oh, dear rolls. That is a six. Oh, dear. <clears throat> that does not hit. Oh, damn. <laughs> You probably still have another, I would say, 10 feet of movement, all right? Uh-huh. Five feet. Five feet. Yeah, you're a dwarf. You get less. If you want to back up a little bit, but then you would receive a attack of opportunity, or you can stay in melee. It's up to you. Yeah, I think I'll stay in melee, as long as I'm sort of, like, in between the two there. I'll yep. hang out there. Sounds great. Have we slept since we all woke up? Uh... Yeah, mm, I thought we you did. Will, yeah, 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 definitely. This is day two, basically, of your adventure. Okay, I'm just wondering, because I get to stock new spells, and it doesn't matter what my old spells were. Don't correct wave. <laughs> the only one you don't know is your cantrip. That's the only one you can't change, and you don't know yet. I get two, don't I? Or is it just one? Uh, yeah, you have Druidcraft, and then there's one that you have not uncovered. I didn't even know I had Druidcraft, did I? Yes, you did. You fixed Excellent. the well, stairs, remember? Or tried to? Uh, no, I didn't remember that, but that's excellent. Do not... <laughs> I didn't. If I didn't write it down, I didn't remember it happened. <laughs> Please write it down. <laughs> I'm going to write it down now. So I did not have. I didn't have that. Is it my turn or whose turn is it? I just. Uh, next up, you are up, Catherine. Yes. Okay. Excellent. I am second level. I have three first level spells. Cool. Okay. And I believe you can stock five. So. It's up to you. Yeah. So I am going to cast Entangle underneath the wolf thing. Okay. Can you tell me what that does? Sure. Let me roll. I didn't bring my cards over here, so now I've just got to flip through the book because I'm an idiot. Okay. I hate my life. Okay. Entangle. I'm in the ease. Okay. Um, grasping weeds and vines sprout from the ground in a 20-foot square, starting from a point within range. For the duration, these... Oh, okay. Let me ask first. How big is this area that we're in? Because am I entangling Kenji if I do this? Oh, God. Uh, you would say... I would say it's it's a pretty narrow passage, and then this kind of narrow-ish. I would say ten foot wide, okay, passage, and it's kind of um, 
opened into a little bit of a like a clear clearing that's not the right word for cavern <laughs> good gosh <laughs> a little bit of a cavern here where the rock slide was um so i'm gonna go 20 foot by 20 foot it's pretty cl- it's pretty tight okay in that case i'm gonna squeeze my butt cheeks and try to figure out what my second cantrip is Okay. Because the rest of the first level druid spells are not going to be very good. I mean, if I, if I can't figure out what my second cantrip is, I'm just going to hit him with my club. No, I, I got you. I like I like this. All right. Squeeze your butt cheeks. All right. I'm squeezing my butt cheeks. <laughs> um, do I have to roll to squeeze my butt cheeks? No. I. Uh, you. This is the perfect place to do this. Excellent. You draw on your Luxodon nature. And something deep within you sparks as you clench your butt. And you reach out to these stones all over. And you pick up three pebbles and imbue them with magic. Wait, what is is this magic stones? Is that what this is? It is, in fact. Oh. Bonus action. So you can, in fact, do an action. Okay, let me let me look at what magic stones does just a second. That is not in the book. Okay, you touch one to three pebbles and imbue them with magic. You or someone else can make a ranged spell attack with one of the pebbles by throwing it or hurling it with a sling. If thrown, it has a range of 60 feet. If someone else attacks with the pebble, that attacker adds your spellcasting ability modifier, not the attackers, to this to attack roll. On a hit, the target takes bludgeoning damage equal to 1d6 plus your spellcasting ability modifier. Hit or miss, the spell ends on the stone. So I'm going to use one of those stones and throw it. You do have a sling, which was in your inventory to begin the game. Can I only throw one at a time? Uh, yes, you can only throw one at a time. You have imbued three different stones. Okay, let me write down that I also have a sling. Okay. All right, let me also write down that I have magic stones. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, so I'm going to throw one of the stones at the dude in my bobber. All right. Make an attack roll, please. I don't have, I don't have my spellcasting ability modifier. Your spellcasting ability modifier is wisdom, so that would be plus, plus three. Three. And your proficiency bonus is plus two, therefore it is plus five. Well, I don't like it. I want more. <laughs> well, we can level at some point, okay. possibly. Okay. okay. I will so. level you guys if it kills me or you. Excellent. I rolled a sixteen, <laughs> so plus five is twenty-one. That hits, surprisingly <laughs> enough. <laughs> okay, so that is 1d6 plus my spellcasting ability modifier. So that is, well, I dropped it in my drawer. So, oh, that is a 5 plus my spellcasting ability modifier is 3. So that's 8. Nice. It hits that magic pebble, hits the thing square in the head, and it kind of reels back and is like... <sighs> Whoa, and I didn't good. hurt anyone else. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so the next up in the action is the miner in the corner, and he is just going to uh, piss himself. Yeah, and <laughs> it, he's he's just kind of shaking, and he's got his pickaxe there, and he's like extremely excited that Kenji has inserted himself in between the two things. Excellent. Uh, Aaron, you're up next. Okay. So, um, the, the one, the other one, the other miner, they're mm-hmm. dead. They're quite dead, right? Very, like, very dead. Extremely can, dead. Yep. Yeah, at a, even a very quick, quick glance, you can see they are. They are extremely dead. Yep. Okay. Um, and, and the other. Eaten. And partially eaten. Okay. Uh, and the other one has not been hurt yet, right? Like he's no, not like, he's okay. Just, he's just cowering in the corner. He. Okay. Because if he. Did not want to like. If he was clearly wounded, that would definitely change what Aaron would feel like he needed to do. So, um, similar to Katrin, I very much want to, like, I want to, oh, no, I know what I'm going to do. I'm pulling out my little pocket notebook of poetry, possibly songs, Mm -hmm. and I'm looking for the song that is, that... That's been inside you all along. What's been inside me all along tap into that real magic deep inside my heart clench my <laughs> butt cheeks and 
try and figure out what I can do to, yeah, because I know I've got vicious mockery, right? Um, mm-hmm. But I want I want to know if I can, yeah, if I can do something else to to help in this situation. I want to clench my butt cheeks and find my magic, and also I've got my book of music with me. Okay. To possibly help I, me find this. Do I need to roll I a check? I really or? love that this is like, it's become a clenching your butt cheeks kind of thing. <laughs> and that we're just sticking with it. All right. What I'm going to have you do is roll a, since you're not doing a specific try and specific spell. Yeah. Roll a d4 for me. Okay. Let's find out. Hold on. I've got a, I know I've got a d4 in here somewhere. Oh my gosh. All right, here here we go. All right. Survey says two. You pull this book of poetry out and flip it open to the first page you find, clench your butt cheeks and summon that magic tingle that you know is inside of you. Mm-hmm. And it just so happens that the lyrics that you're reading, the poem that you have flipped open to, is one about how you feel like you have to wear a mask in society sometimes. Okay. And with that, your appearance ripples and changes. Okay. (laughs) And you have successfully cast Disguise Self on yourself okay that's really useful (laughs) what do i look like or can i like can i what do you tell me what you look like i i mean i it was random honestly i I want to look like a sexy lady monster you look like a sexy lady monster (laughs) but Uh, you definitely you were taking it's not quite fur but your skin goes paler your hair goes white uh, your teeth get a little bit pointy. Um, yeah. It, but I, yeah, I want to. That I, was literally the one number that probably didn't help. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> I apologize. It's okay. It's okay. It's my own fault. Um, so uh, I you do have a bonus action. Yeah. You I, can cantrip with a bonus action if you would like, or you can make an attack with your offhand and it just won't do as much damage. Yeah. Um, but or you can inspire. Hmm. You got Let's lots see. of options. You're so many options. I think I think what I want to do is now that I'm I'm disguised as a sexy lady version of this monster, I just want to be like you who. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. What are you trying to do by you who? <laughs> I'm trying to distract and confuse the uh, the monster. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's uh, the, both in and out of combat. Aaron's default <laughs> is seduction. Yes, exactly. Aaron's default is seduction, regardless of the situation. All right. Well, then, um, roll a deception check for me, oh, and cool. I'm going to give you advantage cool. since you are a sexy lady monster. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's probably not going to do it. That's a seven, but I have advantage, so 13 plus and whatever. You are proficient in deception, and you have a plus five. Yeah. So that is an 18. Yeah. So the monster, like, snaps its head up and looks at you uh, and is, in fact, distracted. So while it is up next, I'm going to... It's certainly still angry and attacking, but I'm going to give it disadvantage on its attacks against Sick. Kenji, who is right there. Uh, so it gets to make two attacks with its claws. So I imagine it's kind of like, and like it's still swiping, but it's like... Yeah, it's, it, it's definitely like its head snaps up as it goes to swipe. And I didn't even need disadvantage because I rolled a three and a five. Um, but the first claw just goes right over Kenji's head. Ooh. But the second one hits very good. Uh, I rolled a 19 and a 15. So with the plus five to hit, it is a 20, which I'm pretty sure hits your armor class, Kenji. Oh, definitely. All right. So Kenji, you take nine slashing damage. Ooh. Yeah. 
But hey, at least he missed the first one. Yeah. He did. And Kenji, you're back up in the order. All righty. I'm going to turn over to the miner and yell, Get out of here, bro! Then turn back at the creature and take another swing with my hammer. Go for it. All righty. So I rolled a 13. Uh, that just hits. Yes! That is eight damage. Ugh, with that hit, it kind of its focus snaps back to you because it is not a happy camper. All righty. Katrin, you're up next. All right, I, I'm going to cat. You use a bonus action to cast Healing Word on Kenji because I don't know how many hit points, but nine sounds like a lot. Yeah, that would be helpful. Okay. So that's four plus three is seven. All right, nice. and then with my... What word do you say when you heal him? Don't die! <laughs> okay. That's, that's two words. <laughs> that's fine. I say it real close together. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then I'm going to throw one of my, or I'm going to slingshot one of my other stones. Go for at it. At the. No, why? Okay. <laughs> You're just not. Well, it keeps falling into my drawer. Today's a bad uh, luck kind of day. I know. So it's 11 plus 5 is 16. That hits. Excellent. So that would be, what was, the, what did I roll for that? I just had it. Uh, 1d6. I believe. 1d6. Thank you. Uh, Six. Okay. Well, did you add your modifier? Yeah. Okay. No, that was, it, I rolled three, and it that's okay. plus three, so six. Excellent. Uh, the creature is just kind of like snarling and like snapping back and forth. It can't tell where to focus its energy because it is getting hit from many sides. Can we see, like, is it bloodied yet? It is not bloodied yet. Oh, jeez. Oh, boy. The miner hears Kenji, and it's just kind of like, oh, okay, okay, okay. So he starts um, backing away, um, but he is not going. Uh, he's definitely, like, trying to run a little, run away a little bit, but um, tripping and stumbling a little bit. So he gets kind of back to where Ken- Katrin is. Uh, Katrin and Aaron are. Uh, Aaron, you're up next. Okay. Um, let's see. I think... I think what I want to do is uh, we're gonna we're going to viciously mock this uh, this this uh, monster thing that we okay. haven't figured out what it is, have we? Mm-mm. Some manner of not wolf. Just sort of still using my my sexy lady monster voice, just be like, "Well, if you're so easily distracted away from me, you must not be much of a monster, huh?" <laughs> <laughs> And that's a wisdom saving throw, correct? Yes. Ooh. It rolled a 18 on the dice, so 19. Oh. Well. It kind of, it looks at you and it, it just kind of growls. You have lost the allure of sexy lady. Monster. Oh, well then. Fine. <laughs> um, I can't also do, that's, that's. That's an action. You That's can do an action. A bonus action. Uh, yeah. Uh, we'll go ahead and um, I can't. So I can attack with my offhand, right? You can attack with your offhand. You just do um, dice damage. You don't get to add your modifier to it. Okay, fair enough. Um, so just sort of being like, okay, this obviously isn't working. Uh, and then grabbing uh my rapier and gonna go ahead and go for a a lunge. On this, okay. Uh, on this bad boy so uh yeah roll your uh attack 15 plus i don't know what uh it, a rapier is a finesse weapon so it'd be um dex plus proficiency since you have proficiency in it so okay uh, so plus four plus four so that would be a 19 yeah that definitely hits that definitely hits so uh, roll 1d8. 1d8. Rapier damage. 1d8 rapier damage. Rapier damage is... Six! All right. It is an unhappy creature. It is starting to look bloodied. Excellent. The thing is up next, and it feels extremely betrayed by sexy lady uh, not actually being a sexy lady, so it's going to swipe at you, Aaron. 
and it rolled a 21 to hit. Oh, yeah, I do that hits. And, but you only take four damage, slashing okay. damage, and it's going to also roll and try and hit Kenji because you guys are beating it up. Um, but that is a 15 to hit. Uh, my AC is 15, so I think it hits. Yes, it does hit. Okay. Uh, you take uh, seven damage, slashing damage from this thing. Sorry, I, I had a small technical issue with my uh, with my surface. I took four damage, right? Correct. Okay. And it's going to... Yeah, no, it's going to stay right there. It's It thinks it's got this. Thinks it's got this for sure. Uh, Kenji, we're back up top of the order. Yeah, I'm gonna hit it with my hammer again. <laughs> but seeing the success of the rest of the group, I'm gonna clench my butt cheeks when I do it, just in case. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that was good. That was a twenty-one. Oh, that totally hits. Great. Let me roll damage. Oh, nine damage. Damn. Okay, you can you land a very solid hit like on the creature's elbow and it kind of winces and flinches back from you. Great. And then with my bonus action, so technically we know I'm a fighter, but Kenji doesn't actually mm-hmm. he's never used second wind before, but he's just gonna on his bonus action sort of just, you know, will deep within himself and see, you know, if he can push his own stamina, you know, just think of gotta protect these people, gotta help out. And, you know, see if he can get some extra hit points. Okay, go for it. Alrighty. But clenching. Cool. That is uh, eight points back. So up back to nice. 19. Those were some good rolls. Right. Yeah, you guys are finally, you, you used all your ones earlier. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Katrin, you're up. All right, I'm going to use Ice Knife this time. Ooh, fun. I know. I don't know why I didn't do this last time. Um, other than I had stones. I mean, I still have one, but I'm still going to do ice knife. So, um, you create a shard of ice and fling it at one creature within range. Make a ranged spell attack against the target. On a hit, the target takes 1d10 piercing damage. Okay. So, let's see if I hit. That's a 13 plus 5 is 18. That hits! So, 1d10, and then, as well... Um, you will take, or you, the wolf thingy will also take, um, shit, where's my D10? That's a 12. Okay, here's it. Um, will also take 2D6 cold damage. Um, if oh, you shit. don't, you have to succeed on a dexterity saving throw. Okay, well, I'll roll that right now. Uh, I think it's saved. It's got a 17. Yeah, fuck, it did. Well, I mean, it took nine damage, so... The creature is looking very ragged. Uh, very ragged. And it starts, you can kind of see it go, its eyes go a little bit, like, wild, and its mouth frothing a little bit, kind of the saliva mixing with the blood that was there. And it is extremely angry right now. Excellent. Uh, the minor friend goes next, and he just kind of keeps, like, backing out of the cave as he can. <laughs> Very excited that he never got attacked. Uh, Aaron, you're up. Okay, um, so I want to try again to reach deep within myself, and uh, I want to try and recall a lullaby, something that will make this this big boy sleepy. And in fact, you flip through your little book and you clench your butt cheeks, stretch out your hand, and you cast sleep. Heck yeah. Nice. All right. Uh, Roll 5d8. 5d8. Oh my god, do I have 5d8? I can probably just roll the same one multiple times, but that feels like failure, right? (laughs) Like, that's failure. Okay, I've got 4d8, so I can roll that... Yeah. Roll that beautiful bean footage. Uh, 13, 18, 19, then one more. We'll go with the one that rolled the best. Plus another 7, so 26. Oh yeah, it definitely (laughs) drops asleep right then. 
and there. Cool. It just like its eyes roll back in its head and it slumps over. Asleep. Sweet. Sweet. And that's how long does that it goes, last? It goes after me. Uh it lasts um uh until it takes damage or someone uses an action to shake or slap the sleeper awake. Mm-hmm. So, oh, so let's just not touch it. So yeah, it can just stay asleep, I think. It doesn't yeah, there's no like natural it stops on there. Uh the duration is one minute. So it would oh, stop uh, after a minute. Okay, yeah, for uh, other than that. Other than where it says duration right there at the top. <laughs> just ignore me, okay? <laughs> So I mean, this is an extremely wounded creature. You can definitely see that there's multiple wounds from where it got yeah. stabbed with the ice knife right in its chest. Its elbow looks kind of semi-broken so, from that very, very hefty blow that Kenji so, okay. has. You know, if, it, so, if I send it to sleep, am I really just putting it to sleep? Because it's just going to bleed out? Make a medicine check. <laughs> okay, medicine check. Wait, ooh, I can make a medicine I've got plus three. Well, hold on. I I foolishly put my d20 away because I'm dumb. Uh, 15 plus, I don't know. Oh, I rolled a 19 plus 3. Uh, well, let me get Aaron. Where are you at? Merit medicine, medicine. Plus zero for medicine, Aaron. Cool. Um, but both of you can tell that, well, uh, it probably won't bleed out in the next minute. Okay. Okay. So I feel like one of us should hit it one more time and kill it. Uh, can just- I... Can, I mean, like, can we take a minute and just, like, look at it and see if we can tell what the fuck it is? Sure. Because we're just calling uh, it the creature right now. Me. All Ooh. of us? Uh, I mean, I know Katrin wants to do it, so Katrin I want to do it. Because my, my nature is shit. I'll do it, too. 12 plus I have no idea. All right, Aaron, nature. Plus three. Cool. That's unexpected. I rolled an 18, but I think my nature is zero because my intelligence is zero. So uh, am I I'm per- sorry, Aaron. No, your nature is plus two. My bad. I got oh. that wrong. Okay. Uh, Carolyn, is my nature zero? Uh, no. Maybe. No. Your nature is plus two because you are proficient in it. Am oh, I? Okay. Am I proficient in nature? Because no, you are not proficient in nature. Okay. And I got an eleven plus. I have no idea. Yeah, I got a twelve plus two, so fourteen. I rolled a twenty. I mean, I I got twenty total, not natural. Kenji, your nature is zero. You are not proficient in it. See, we're filling out character sheets here, people. Yeah. That would be awesome if he was proficient in it and it was zero. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have done that on a character before, so that it wasn't Excellent. a negative. Uh, so, Katrin, you have never seen one of these before, but you have studied the animal kingdom quite a lot and you have heard tale of these um they are a quagoth they are not a can you spell that yeah sort of (laughs) i mean i don't really i'm I'm, okay i'm gonna actually be very very clear with you here i looked for the pronunciation of this on dnd and beyond and it didn't have it so that could be what's wrong but it's q u a g g o t H. Quackoth well, definitely sounds, sounds right. I mean, that sounds. I don't. I don't know what how you say that either. Yep, we're going with what we're going with. So, <laughs> um, you and you know that with that twenty, um, they are a not entirely not sentient race, but certainly not one of particular intellect, and uh, they are commonly found in the underdark and can, in fact, understand language oh shit so like wait there's an opening to the underdark near here is that what i'm intuiting from this you would i think that you would probably figure that out yeah i mean i would i would think that you don't you have you clearly can't see one all you see is this entrance into the cave but you do have a creature here that is from the underdark i don't know if you all are familiar with Quagon Jin, but I'm just kidding. Um, with Quagoths, but these are from the Underdark. There might be an opening nearby. Interesting. And also a little terrifying. Well, that that sounds like it's uh, dark and under us. 
Ye- okay. I mean, it might be something we could assist them with closing, maybe? I don't know why I got so high-pitched there. I'm a little scared. You're scared of the Underdark? I mean, uh, elephants really like bright day and open spaces, so yeah. Okay, okay. Just a little. Fair enough, fair enough. The uh, creature starts stirring, so you oh, 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 oh. here. Uh, I'm going to hit it really hard with my club. All right, may I roll an attack roll? Just because I want to see if you miss. <laughs> well, that's kind of mean, isn't it? I would assume. Oh, it's always funny when that happens. Though. I mean, not to backseat DM, but shouldn't she have advantage? Yeah, go for it. I mean, he is asleep. Go for it. All right, well, I rolled a 17. Yeah, it's prone, so. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna go with the seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely, you definitely hit, and I will say that that is enough, regardless of damage, to put it to out kill of it. Movie. Okay, I need right. to get the stats on my club because I don't know what my attack bonus is when I'm hitting, swinging with it. Uh, your stats, your attack bonus for your club is plus three. Okay, and technically does one d four plus one, but I don't care. In this instance, it was close right. to death. Um, and your sling is a plus four and is a 1d4 plus two. Oh, well, you're going to have to say that again because I was writing down the... Oh, oh yeah, the sling is a what? Plus what? Uh, plus four and is a 1d4 plus two. But that's only if I'm not using magic stones with it, right? Right, that's regular old stones. Okay. Cool. All right, got it. Okay, great. So, you have defeated the Quagoth. Yes! And we're all still conscious. And yeah. no one got killed by their friends. Hey, yeah, listen, funny how that works. I didn't kill them last time. I just made them a little unconscious. You just brought <laughs> us near death. Listen, listen, listen. It was uh, an accident. <laughs> I didn't know I could cast it. All right. So, as you guys are sitting around talking about the Underdark, uh, who wants to roll a quick investigation check for me? Oh, I would uh, love to. I would also love to. Alright, both y'all roll an investigation Because check. you know I'm rooting around on this body looking for spare change. I rolled a 17. Um, plus my investigation is zero, so it's just a 17. I rolled a three. Plus three. It's six. That's awesome that I am plus zero and you are plus three and I did better. There's something wrong here. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, Katrin, <laughs> uh, something catches your eye just a few feet away from where the dead miner lies. His, it's his pickaxe and the torchlight glints off an arcane rune carved into the top of it. Whatever it is, you suspect it is no ordinary pickaxe. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna grab it and potentially take it with me if nobody tries to stop me with it. I might hide it under my robes. Okay. Why don't you go ahead and roll an arcana check for me? Cool. Yeah, because you know, touching things with runes carved into them, you know, generally a great idea. Catherine rushes in. I rolled a nineteen. <laughs> um oh, what's my arcana? Your arcana is zero, so again, you rolled really good. Oh, yeah, all right, excellent. <laughs> uh, you recognize the rune, and it looks familiar to a spell you have seen used before, um, the shatter spell. Oh and shit! Oh. When uh, I will go ahead and send you the information of this through email, so you can either print it off or do whatever you feel like with it. Uh, but this happens to be a pick of shattering. So when striking an object or creature, you suspect that you may be able to cast the shatter spell from the item. Fuck yeah! Okay, I'm gonna hang on to that. The shatter spell is great. It also functions as a war pick. Okay. It picks war. It does. It's it does. Rather Wait, uh, belligerent. So what, what is the head of the, of the thing made of? The pick itself? Yeah. Um, it's an iron pick, but you can tell that the... Uh, you suspect, given that it was being used in the cave itself, the spell was centered around an object or a creature, and you and the pick itself would be immune to the spell. Well, I'm just saying because, like, normally... 
It is iron. It is a metal pick. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Druids don't really, they aren't really down with metal. I mean, it's up to you what you want to do with it. You you are the one who found it. I am. So I think I might be like, would one of you want to be able to cast Shatter with a pickaxe? I, I kind of look over at Kenji and go like, eh? Eh? I mean, like, magic's not really my thing, but I'll try it. Well, that's why you have the pickaxe that has magic. Right. Alrighty, let's do it. All right, so I'm gonna give the I'm gonna give the pickaxe to Kenji because in eh, metal. Okay. Uh, as you guys look around the room, Kenji, I need you to roll another flashback check for me. Okay. Oh dear, natural one. Ugh. Oh. I mean, it looks not like a mine, <laughs> and that's really kind of all that you've gleaned from that. But the miner that you guys saved from an untimely death kind of, like, exhales very loudly behind you guys. And I, okay, so I jump a little because I forgot he was there. He smiles widely at the dusty group and he goes, Kenji, mate, it's good to see you. What the fuck was that? Bro, that was crazy. I don't know where that thing come from. You don't even know this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. We just, we did, yeah, we, we opened the mine like we we're supposed to, and it just kind of like, we're pulling all the rubble out, and then, fuck! Dude! <laughs> that's so crazy! Fuck, man. So good to see you. Good to see you. I didn't know what happened to you. I hadn't seen you since uh, the other night, and like, Fuck. Well, thank you, man. This is... Yeah, sure thing. I mean, dude, that like True that night was crazy. True. I mean, I forgot. It was! It was so it was crazy. It was so crazy. You won't believe this. I forgot all of it. And also, like, we went so what? hard, also forgot everything before it. So, like, who are you again? Because it was so crazy. Maveen! <laughs> Kenny G! I can't believe you don't mean... I mean, my boy Lucas... He lost his memory, too, so you one of them. Yeah, yeah, it totally happened to me, too. I had to work two shifts. Damn, bro. losing them. Listening to Alex try to do this, like, bro dwarf is probably the funniest thing that's happened. This is so, so good. <laughs> Sorry, keep going, Alex. I'm going for, you know, enthusiasm, not film. No, I, it's, honestly, it's the most perfect thing that's ever happened to us, so keep going. Uh, well, I mean, shit, man. Uh, well, we met at the squeaking helm, and, uh... No one wanted the party to end. So my boy Lucas, he has this line on this after hours party. You know, it's real hush hush shit. Gotta have a token to get in. They move it around the drain too, because they just take over a warehouse and it's not exactly on the up and up, you know, not on with the watch. So we was at this party and someone starts yelling that the watch gets there and everyone starts panicking so they don't get arrested or nothing. And I lose track of my boy, Kenny G. And then, well, I woke up in, like, some stable, and Lucas is right next to me, and he's fucking lost his memory. Uh, but, you know, I can't lose my job, so I get up, and I go to work. Oh, man, that explains so much. I had this token, and, like, I didn't even know where it went. You have one, too? Cool. Man. What did you say this guy's name was? Marvin. Marvin. M-A-R-V-E-E-N. Marvin. He's a skinny human man. He's kind of still shaking a little bit with the adrenaline drop and he's covered in dust and, you know, kind of like lanky, corded muscle. Very much looks like he works here. Okay. Anyway, I could use a fucking drink. Yeah. Couldn't we all? (laughs) Can can I ask you a quick question? How long? Shoot, my friend. Hi, you're very small. How long have you all been working in this mine to open up whatever this is? Well, hmm. I mean, I just come to work every day. Uh, Yeah, but for how long have you been coming to work? Roll a persuasion check with advantage. And depending on how this goes... I'm go- or sorry, roll a persuasion check 
And depending on how that goes, I will give this guy advantage on his memory thing. Okay, so uh, it's an 18 total. That went really well. Excellent. Unfortunately, I rolled very bad. Shit. Uh, I got a nine on the dice as my highest. Oh, boy. Awesome. So he's just like, I don't know, man. Like, you know, I just come to work and I do my thing and then I go home and I drink and, you know, have a good time. Okay, but like plus or minus a week. Man, the days kind of blend together. Wow. Kenji, your friend is a little dumb. Uh, I whispered <sighs> that, but as an elephant, it wasn't very quiet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he does not look taken aback. I, I wouldn't have expected he did. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, I, okay, so who who is your employer? Who's who's paying you to do this in, in this mine? Uh, well, we all work for Melva, and she, I think, is working for the advice, the monarch's advisor? I don't really... You know, as long as it puts... Coin in my purse. I mean, I I, like I hear you, bro. I hear you. You want you want coin to buy drinks. I get it. I I really do. Um, I could tell. Does anybody you else have any questions for our tiny uh, dwarven friend? I'm just gonna come on over. Do I still have my disguised self? Look, do I still look like a monster? I'm just gonna before I try and charm I... this guy. Hang on, let me let me find out. I think it's, so. Yeah, it lasts an hour. It lasts and, I, it, and sleep is not a concentration spell. Yeah, so yeah. It should be. Um. So he's not... He doesn't seem to be troubled by this. Well, he did see me turn into this lady monster. He did see you turn into it. So I'm just gonna come over and I'm gonna lean on him and be like, Hey. <laughs> like, just not aware of the fact that I'm, like, a lady monster. <laughs> be like... Hey, so Sup. so that's some crazy shit. That was insane, completely. Uh, so I mean, do you have a uh, someone back at home who's waiting for you, or <laughs> no? Oh, okay. But you can't really remember how long you've been at this job, can you? No. Nah, man, I've been working since I was like twelve. Hmm. Mm. What? What did? What was your first job? Do you remember? Fuck. Let me think. Uh, I was probably. Well, first I was, uh, doing the wood for the fire at the laundry. Kind of after, you know, after hours. My mom made me go to fucking school in the drain, um, right? Mm, yeah, drain. Sketchy ass place. My man. You know, always want to make it out. And look at me now. You're out. You made it, man. I'm out. You're made out. It. So. So you made it out, but. I mean, you. It's just, it's, it's a little weird, right? I mean, Not there's. Being able there's to... I know some kids who still have to work for their supper, you know? I mean, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. This is, this is not a knock on your profession. I, I think that what you're doing here is absolutely amazing i'm just uh i'm just concerned you know because man there's all these memory issues people are having going around and you can't remember how long you've worked here are we sure that this is the first time we've had something like this happen i mean that's philosophical shit yeah <laughs> yeah maybe maybe life is just all about forgetting things do you think now my boy lucas He's a philosopher. He loves to talk about this shit. Sometimes he gets this grass, you know? And then, like, have you considered that maybe we are in someone's dream? Whoa. You just blew my mind, man. I fucking know. I fucking know. <laughs> Okay, well, like, Charming's obviously not, like, getting anything else out of him. He's just dumb. Bless his heart. Um, should we, folks, should we uh, adjourn ourselves here? You know, it was great to meet you. What was his name again? 
Marvine. Marvine. It was great to meet you, Marvine. Should we look for where this monster came from? Because that's a big red flag to me. Well, if you want to stay here, you could stay here. I'm going to go get a fucking drink after that. Uh, that's, that's, yeah. Drink sounds better than, like, looking for danger. But what about, what do you guys think? Yeah, we should probably check this out. Marvine, we'll catch you later at the bar. Right, Kenny. Marvie. <laughs> so good. Bro. <laughs> Kenji's my favorite sometimes. Along with Aaron and along with Katrin. Thank you so much for listening to another episode. I know sometimes it's a little long and uh, few and far between for battles, but there's a lot of a lot of investigating to go through. As always, I have to thank Cajun Anna's Cat Ranch, who provides us with our theme song. It's so great. Uh, I have to thank Mike Fail, who is my creative sounding board. And I always have to thank my players, because they are going on this crazy adventure with me, and they have no idea what is happening to them or what they can even do sometimes. So thank you so much to Marin. You can find her on Twitter at Marinish. Thank you, uh, Babs, who you can find on Twitter at Hockey Babbler. And she's also selling pride pins. Very, very cute uh, hockey glove in pride flags. And thank you to Alex at Alex Novit on Twitter. And you can find me on Twitter too. I'm at Classlicity. And our official podcast Twitter is at Mirth Misadvent. And if you liked the episode or want to talk about the episode with other people, you can always use the hashtag MirthPod. Please, please spread the word and write and review us on iTunes or whatever podcasting app you're on. We're on all of them. And we really do appreciate it is how people find the show. And we're really excited. You've got some very, very cool stuff coming up. I do two other podcasts, one with Marin, my other half. Uh, we do a silly hockey podcast called Deep in the Heart of Hockey, which is about the Dallas Stars, fancy stats, and general shenanigans. And I also do a uh, cozy murder mystery review show with my good friend Sabrina called Wine and Murder Night. Both of those can be found on iTunes or whatever they're calling it now, Apple Podcasts, and all of the other normal podcast venues. Until next time, may your dice be as kind to you as you are to others. <laughs>